This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 1 John. That's the key to really, really beginning to get a good handle on what he's saying here. We love him because he first loved us. Because a lot of times we think that he loves us because I've gotten right with him. I got rid of all the junk that he was unhappy about. I stopped doing all that stuff that the Bible says I shouldn't do. And because I stopped all that stuff, he loves me. Because I don't do that anymore. That's not who I am anymore. So he loves me. No, no, no. We got it backwards when we think that way. We love him because he first loved us us. We cannot earn the love of God. Even when we lived in sin and were completely ignorant of His love, it was there. In today's message, Pastor Robert helps us to understand, at least to a small degree, just how incredible that love of God is. It is that love that inspires and motivates our obedience. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. I remember one time when I was, gosh, I must have been six years old, five, five or six, something like that. And we, we lived out in the, in the country outside Macon, Georgia. And, um, there was a little country store that was maybe a quarter of a mile from our house, and it was a big treat, you know. And when uh, when I would get to go with my dad to that store, I, I knew I could almost always expect a treat. And um, I remember there was one of the uh, one of the old Coca Cola machines, but where I'm from, we call them Coca Colas, and Coca Colas were a nickel in that machine. And uh, they went up to a dime somewhere about that same time frame. But I remember one day I was, I was standing there, and they had Tootsie Rolls on the counter. And my dad had, had, uh, he had decided he needed to break a bad habit of mine. When he said no to me or denied a request of some kind, Quite often, my response to that would be something like this. You got your parents and grandparents, you, you know that one, right? Yeah. He's like, don't do that. Well, I'm standing there in this little general store with my dad, gas station, combination, you know, general store. And there's, there are Tootsie Rolls on the counter. And, and so, you know, I'm like, Daddy, can I have a Tootsie Roll? No, son. Guess what I did? And he just looked at me, he said, I told you if you did that, I was gonna spank you. I'm like, oh shoot, I'm done. Because when he said, you know, that was it. You knew if he said, this is, if this, then that, 
You could bank on it. You could count on it. It didn't matter. There were no extenuating circumstances. When I got home, I could expect a spanking, right? No amount of pleading, no amount of justification, no, didn't matter. He said, you do that again, I'm going to spank you. My dad rarely ever threatened. You know the whole, like, a lot of times we do it as parents, like one, two, no, 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 no. There's none of that. No, no counting. Robert, be quiet. But it was like no one, two, three, right? It was zero with my dad. And that was healthy for me because it, I, I knew that immediate obedience was required. Now, remember, there was never any abuse. He never did it in anger. It was all, it, he was very, very, I can say, my dad was very loving and very consistent always with the discipline. I never felt like my dad was getting violent with me. Do you understand? I never got slapped. He didn't tolerate it. It was like none of that. My grandmother was a slapper. My dad made it clear that it, that's not going to happen in our house. We spank, we discipline, absolutely. But we don't do violence to our children. And that was the, the balance. So I knew if I'm disobedient, if I'm rebellious, if I cross the line, the, res the response would be whatever he had said it would be. So I feared my dad, but not really. Can you see that? I knew he'd never do me wrong. I knew he'd never harm me. I knew I, knew I, I knew I could trust him. I could trust his love. I could trust his strength. I could trust his gentleness. I knew that I could trust him to discipline me if I needed it. And I, I feared let, letting him down. Hebrews 2.14 says, Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same. That through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. What a powerful statement. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood. In other words, he became a man. He became a human because you're a human. He made himself relatable. He made himself knowable to us. He didn't have to do that. Not only did he partake of flesh and blood, make himself like us, make himself know us, but he took upon himself our sin, our, our imperfection. The Bible says... God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We talked about that recently. But this statement in verse 15, you know, the, the part, of the, part of the mission, part of the, the understanding that we need to have about why Jesus came and about what he has done, it says, to release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. That's striking to me because I find that most Christians still fear death. And I've talked to you about that before because this says that he wants to free us from that. Why do we fear death? Why do people fear death? Well, one reason is that we don't know for sure what comes after death. 
that we can't have a conversation with somebody who has come back, you know? When we can talk to people who have had near-death experiences, and I, I'm always really skeptical about that. We just don't know for sure what it's like, you know, the, when you pass to the other side. If we believe the Bible, that it is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment, well, then we fear that. We fear that maybe, maybe I've misunderstood something. Maybe, maybe he's not going to be happy to see me when I show up. Maybe I'm, maybe there's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be punished for this or that, or because many of us carry around guilt for things, things for which we are guilty, but for which he was punished, for which he was crucified. Think about what the Bible is saying here in 1 John, going back to chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. And the idea there is it, it shows it the door, throws it out. Perfect love, complete love. Remember, I've told you, but when, when you see the word perfect in the New Testament, you need to think in the sense of maturity, completion, fullness. Complete love, full love, untainted love. Perfect love, cats out fear. Because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect, full, complete, in love. We love him because he first loved us. See, that's the key to really, really beginning to get a good handle on what he's saying here. We love him because he first loved us. Because a lot of times we think that he loves us because I've gotten right with him. I got rid of all the junk that he was unhappy about. I stopped doing all that stuff that the Bible says I shouldn't do. And because I stopped all that stuff, he loves me. Because I don't do that anymore. That's not who I am anymore. So he loves me. No, no, no. We got it backwards when we think that way. We love him because he first loved us. He doesn't love us because we turned away from everything that upsets him. He doesn't love us because we began to turn to him and give him our hearts and give him our worship. No, we, we begin to turn to him and give him our hearts and give him our worship because we get a revelation of how much he loves us. Main Thing Radio is the daily radio ministry of Robert Fountain, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel in Miami Beach, Florida. Robert is currently teaching through the book of 1 John. As Pastor Robert teaches through this book, we'll learn that by simply confessing our sins yields a promise from God. If we confess, He promises to cleanse us completely. This is just one of many truths we'll learn in 1 John. Now here's Tracy with some information about how you can connect with us online. Most of us use Facebook and Twitter at least once a day. Please check out our Facebook and Twitter page. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the links. You can find information on everything that's happening at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for that information, Tracy. We do encourage you to visit MainThingRadio.com for all of our social media links. 
we'd like to ask that you prayerfully consider making a secure donation. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. And don't forget to join us again, same time, same place, as Pastor Robert continues teaching through the book of 1 John, right here on Main Thing Radio.